This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to Bet and Breakfast, a podcast from BetSided. Hey, does anybody want coffee? Who wants coffee? It's sports betting for everyone. I'm here to tell you today that the New York Yankees season is done. Stick a fork in them, it's over. Lamar Jackson, I can't believe he's that low on the list that he's my bet for sure at this point in the season. Early leans, best bets, props, parlays. If you can bet it, we've got it. I'm taking the over on this. If you look at the last five games, this is a game waiting for points to be scored. Tom Brady, I think everyone's heard of him. If Brady puts up the numbers, they have the 10th easiest schedule the rest of the way. Get in, get out, and you're ready to go. I think they're going to have to give him the award if Dallas ends up locking up this division and possibly even that number one seed. And here are your hosts, Ben Heisler, Ian McMillan, Peter Dewey, Donovan Smoot, and Reed Wallet. What comes before anything? What if we always said is the most important thing? Breakfast family. I thought you meant of the things you need. What is good, everyone? Welcome into Saturday edition of Bet and Breakfast. I'm your host, Donovan Smooth. Got the homie Reed Wallach with me today. We got a packed show for you guys. We got some NBA talk, NHL talk, WNBA talk, some UFC talk, all the talk that you can get <laughs> we have right here. Reed, what's going on, man? Nothing, man. Same old... Uh... You know, big Friday night, I mean, Steph Curry masterclass, uh, you know, my Mets stayed hot. But, I mean, what else could you say about Steph Curry? I mean, on the road like that, I think, like, was that – I don't want to be prisoner at the moment, but was that, like, his best – was that his best game ever, you think? Uh, Figuring in the moment itself, what he finished with, 43? Yeah, he finished know, with 43-10. Uh, 14 of 26 from the field, 7 of 14 from three, 5 of 6 from three in the second half, which is crazy. Um, it's definitely up there. I think it's I think it's top two. Maybe it's, it's definitely top three in terms of, like, playoff games. He had that one game against the Rockets after Durant went down. Um, I that think was bad. He, he ha- I yeah. think he had, like – 30 or something in the second half. I'll pull it up when we he had, he had 30. He had 33 in the second half after going and, scoreless in the first half. Yeah, and they I'm, I'm, a very big, I'm a very big Curry fan. I'm a, that that I'm a might be number game. one, but like given the circumstances of, and we're going to talk about it, but like that's just like, that's what it's all about. That like yeah. right there watching Curry on the road, like that all time player doing all time things, just awesome. But what a way to start. The weekend, but we got we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, we do. But before before we get into all all that stuff, because we're gonna do it do a, a you know a deep dive into everything on the curry on the curry note. Is there any? Because I was having a blast last night. Because as a like Steph Curry like fan, right? I don't know if there's anybody else that I'd like to see just get hot more than Steph Curry. And so like my question, so like that's that's for me when he's on fire. That's the number one thing that I like to see in the NBA for you, right? Throughout NBA history, who would you choose as like who's the best player to watch when they're on fire? NBA history, so yeah. Like we, we go, yeah. You, you can, you can. I mean, Curry has to be because Curry's a different type of heat check because he like shoots th- like he's shooting threes. So you know what I mean. Like it looks almost more impressive and like they're the worth more points, obviously. But like. The fact that he's like changed the three point shot makes him the easy choice. I, he's probably number one. I think consensus number one pick. I mean, would he be consensus? I think so. Because like, is LeBron 
heat check like domination like I, I it doesn't hit the same way like a Steph heat check because like Steph threes like they come from like half court and stuff like, like he's yeah, like doing yeah. stuff that like can't be replicated I mean <clears throat> I'm obviously spoiled but like Kyrie heat checks are pretty crazy Durant heat checks are pretty crazy but like those are active I, I let me let me think back a, a little bit more I want to get a little bit more uh I'll say this, right? So so I have I have Curry one. Two is the guy that I have right here. I think <laughs> I think watching Kobe go crazy is is ridiculous. Also for the same reason that Steph is because when he's in his bag, he's taking, you know, 25 foot fadeaway jumpers. Okay. And you have like guys in his face on. So like he's like Kobe's the master at taking hard jumpers. Right, okay. like that's that's his, that's his thing. So I think that it's like Steph and Kobe, and in terms of like other other guys, honestly, I, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, you know, watching watching old like Larry Bird highlights and watching Bird like go okay, everywhere, I, I like all those. I got I got two for you just off the top of my head because I'm trying you know I'm trying to go through the you know quick hard drive in my head, yeah. Dirk. Because Dirk could give you 30 easy. He could he could just get the ball on the block, turn around, bucket every single time. And another, you know, he played for the Nets for a while. But Vince Carter used to have crazy runs. And you could even throw Tracy McGrady in there, his cousin. But when Vince Carter would get going, because he was so explosive, it would probably, like, you know when, like, a guy goes on a run and the crowd's building into it and then they have, like, that one shot on the other team, like, you have the coach ready, like, at half court, like, timeout. Yeah. It would usually end with a Vince Carter, like, insane windmill dunk and the entire crowd would just lose their skull. So, Vince Carter, I mean, he played for the Nets for a while. He averaged probably, like, 25 a game. So, Vince Carter heat checks were insane. Dirk was pretty crazy. I mean, different guys, like, fit this mold. It doesn't have to be, like, the best player. Like, I could think back to, like, even a few years ago, like, when it's going to sound so, like flash in the pan, but like when Isaiah Thomas on the Celtics yeah. had that one year, like there was, it was insane because he was so much smaller than everyone. He was dribbling through every offense. So he would like, you know, I know it's one year. So like he was up there. I mean, we're looking at Steph, but like Clay, guy scored 37 and a quarter. That's yeah. one of the most insane runs of all time. Guy's an absolute microwave. So I throw Clay in there. Um, yeah, I those are I'm trying to think like further back. I want to do guys that just aren't playing right now. Kind of tough off the top of my head. Kobe's a good one, obviously. I I I don't know. I think I think you have to be and like the, the Carter one's interesting because I think that you have to be a like you have to be a jump shooter in order for it to like have the effect to be like a top three guy. Because like if like when Giannis goes for, for 50, it's different. I, it's it's different. It's like expected. Like, like it's still it's still great, and you're just like, oh my gosh! But you're like, fam, like you're seven feet tall. Yeah, like, like, this is, you know, it's like it's like the James Harden. Yeah, it's the it's the, it's, same it's the same reason. It's the it's like the James Harden. Where he's like, dude, you have no back. Like I wish I was just <laughs> I was just I wish I was just like seven feet and run. Which Dame I, which I, I disagree. Dame. I think that Giannis obviously has back, but like that's just like it's just a different thing. Yeah, I feel you. Dame heat checks are also pretty crazy. Yeah, guys with range, guys with range that like could hit like just like bombs. It's like a different type. Yeah, and listen, we saw all the bombs last night from from Steph Curry. Uh, just absolutely ridiculous, you know, display of shooting. 
leads the Warriors to to a win. Um, you know, I I just I, I'm still just like speechless from from everything that that we saw last night. Our guy Ben Heisler chimed in. He said Reggie in the '90s deserves to be in the conversation. Saw him do it to my Bulls plenty of times. Trey Young in college was that dude too. That's actually a very like very good pick because so my so Trey Young and I I think our like ages or grades line up. So when he was a freshman in college, mm-hmm. I was a freshman in college, and so I remember he came into Texas and it was game day and everybody like sits out like everybody camps out, and uh, that was one of like the the biggest games. It's, it's really crazy because he was just. Like he was literally like the Steph Curry of college basketball, and he was like taking these like half court shots, and you're just like, oh my god! Like eventually it has to stop. But like, yeah. I think the, the Trey Young is is really really that that's a that's a really really under underrated pick. Yeah, and I I think Reggie Miller too. Again, it's like the three point effect of heat checks kind of changes how we look at them. You know, like we were just talking about Giannis. So like Reggie Miller, I mean, he was like the first great three point shooter like that. So I think Reggie's a good call too. A little bit before our time, but yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk game four. Yeah. So last night, right? So Steph, obviously, narrative of the night, Steph goes crazy. Will's Will's Boston or Will's Golden State to a second win. Series is tied 2-2 now. Um, listen, what 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 are your thoughts? What was going through your mind watching that game last night? Yeah. Uh so game three, I was big on the Celtics. I was like, I think the Celtics, they they got they're gonna win pretty easy, double digits. Um so I was big on the Celtics, and then I kind of like the Warriors last night, and I'm pissed we didn't do a bet slip yesterday because I took Steph to win Finals MVP as opposed to like taking the Warriors in this game because I said I kind of like the Warriors in the game. I don't want to take the money line, though. I, I took the under that hit, but I took Steph to win Finals MVP because I was like, I kind of like the Warriors, and this is a better number than Warriors to win the series. Warriors, like, maybe I'll come back and bet Celtics to win the series now, plus money, take a profit. But, you know, Steph and a lot of people are comparing it, so I don't think I'm breaking any ground anymore. But, like, he is really – this is Pantheon all-time, all the adjectives you could use performance out of him. He's gr- dragging this team across that. I think Boston's the better team, and you could see it at different points last night. I just think Boston has a few more weapons to go to just think they're better like two through five, but you know, you had the best player in the series and the guy just heroic from the start. You could see in the third quarter too, when he was heating up, you could just see, he was like talking to himself. He was really, really locked in different than any other performance. And I was just like, man, this, I don't know if this guy's going to let them lose. And then Jalen Brown has those two layups and the foul and they go down, I think four or five. And I was like, I don't know. And then Steph, there was one play, and I think this is kind of the, the chasm in the series because I think Boston, I've said this entire postseason, um, Boston has just so many mental errors. I think they're, they would be the worst dribbling team to ever win an NBA Finals. And I was saying this to you right before we went on, it just I know they've been to a lot of conference finals, but it just feels like they're lacking that moxie, that championship-level kind of decision-making out there because they lack a point guard, and it works, and Tatum's been a good facilitator. Smart's picked up the slack, but – you could look at how many turnovers they have and kind of attribute, oh, they lost probably because there's so many turnovers. But there's one play, it's, it put the Warriors out in front, I'm pretty sure. It made a one-point game where Clay hit the three at the top of the key, and I tweeted out a screen grab of it. Jalen and Tatum both picked up Curry, and they're also, and you see Rob Williams in the paint kind of staring at Curry. Clay is just kind of trickling over top of the key wide open. You know, that's a layup for him. And 
it just shows that one, the pressure Curry's putting on this defense, this great defense. And I'm, I know it sounds like I'm kind of ragging on Boston. It's just how I'm seeing it. I said, Boston's a very good team, but just showing the mental lapses. I get that you're afraid of Curry, but like, can't leave play Thompson wide open because I do think Boston is the better team on paper, but it just feels like there might be a mental kind of lapse that are going to cost them this series. I don't know if Golden State's going to win the series, but that's kind of what I'm seeing is that Boston's mental lapses in terms of dribbling and decision making late in games is costing them. That's yeah. just how I see it. I mean, you look no, at I I I, I, com- I completely agree, and I think that there's there was several times last night where the Celtics are like up four and you have Jalen Brown coming down on the wing, taking pull-up threes in transition for, for no reason, right? Like you have nobody under the rim to rebound. He he goes down, he forces a, a layup in transition as well. And you're just looking at, at Brown and it's like, he's also lucky that he's lucky that Tatum was able to save um, or that Smart was able to, to steal the ball from being elites on the other end because he just dribbled it off his foot. And he's had a couple of dribbling issues for the last, you know, two series. But imagine if Jalen Brown ha- like got a handle, he'd be he'd be a ama- he'd, he'd be no, top he'd be five. Nice. He'd be he'd, he'd, he'd be top five. <laughs> it's 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 in it's insane. I I'm when I when I look at, at what Game Four was, I see kind of I see the Warriors doing doing the things that 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 the Warriors do right, and obviously like. This is a much different version of Golden State. You're seeing a lot. You're seeing a lot, a lot more of just like Steph Curry pick and rolls, and they're saying like, "Hey, you're gonna have to take us here. We're gonna start the action here because everybody, everybody else is good." You look at the, at the rest of the, of the lineup. Jordan Jordan Poole was two of seven from three. I think Andrew Wiggins was was like two of six. Um, Clay Thompson was four ten. Like you had a lot of here, guys. I got, I got the box score up for you uh, from three. Yeah, I know. Wiggins I know Poole was two. Wiggins was two of six, Clay four of ten. Pool hit yeah. two. That was yeah. it though. Otto Porter missed two. Draymond obviously missed two. Yeah. Uh Beal to miss the three and Payton missed the three. Yeah. So I think so. I think like when you're when you're looking at, at this series, if they can get anything from Draymond this series, if, if they like he had a, he had a couple of big plays on, on defense towards the end, but if they can get anything from him, the whole series in locks, and that's why I think you puts Golden State at the advantage because now you can finally have a two-way player in, in that mm-hmm. sense. You're not playing four on five on offense. And it's a, and like, it doesn't matter if you double step because, you know, Dre's not even making the, the, the plays like when was the last time we may have seen it in like game one, but like he normally gets one a game with where he fakes the dribble handoff and then drives to the basket, maybe gets a lob or a layup there. We haven't even seen that. Draymond Green looks shook right now. And yeah. So, that's just something very, very weird that you know, I've never seen. It's funny because the real debate the past two games have been, and I noticed it in game one in the first quarter, that the Celtics bigs, like Rob Williams, he's playing drop on Steph. He's just freeing Steph up for a three. Same with Horford. They're just they're not meeting him at the, at the level. They're letting him you know, get into a rhythm and mm-hmm. take the three. But it seems like what you know, Udoka and what they're trying to game plan for is we're going to keep our big out there. One, well, it kind of works twofold because Draymond, they don't respect. They're putting Rob Williams on Draymond and they're kind of shutting off the paint because they're allowed to keep Rob Williams out there. But at the same time, you're freeing up Curry for three. But they're basically saying, we don't want Draymond playing that four on three where he's going to slip. Steph's going to hit him with a pass. And then Draymond's playing with advantage because you saw it that it was kind of the dagger, that loony layup at the end that put them up like five or seven with a minute left. They did blitz Steph. 
and got the ball out of Steph's hands. Draymond had it, dumped it off to Looney, laid it in. Like that's, I think the game plan for the Celtics, and it hasn't, I mean, it's gotten this far. They're two ways away, two wins away from a championship, but they're saying, we'll let Steph get what he wants. We don't want anyone else eating. That's a, and that's a, that's a date. Listen, that's a dangerous, dangerous mindset. That's a dangerous, a dangerous mindset. But I think, cause I'm looking at the box score now, pretty even game, like percentage wise, shots wise, they hit the same amount of threes. And it's funny where the Warriors kind of got their guy beat bad was on the glass in game three and like textbook classic NBA. The next game, it was the Warriors who dominated the glass. I mean, we saw Wiggins in the fourth quarter getting plenty of offense rebounds. He had 16 rebounds, but, um, Warriors finish last night, plus 13 on the glass, plus five on the offensive glass. But, I mean, the splits were the same. I mean, the Warriors, they made six more shots, but they also had six more attempts. Uh, similar free throw marks. Uh, three's pretty much the same. So, you know, for me, it's coming down to the little things, the effort plays. I mean, the Warriors, are they're kind of living with uh, Steph taking these – or the Celtics are living with Steph taking these threes, and we'll see. But, um, yeah, just all-time performance out of Steph. Yeah. And so move, moving forward, right, so we look at, ahead to game five on Monday, another, you know, three, two and a half, three days of, of time in between, which is ridiculous. But so Curry has now retaken the lead for finals MVP. And mm-hmm. the odds are really the odds for finals MVP are they are a literal like mirror of what NBA Twitter is like. Where, yeah. at, where every game is just so, so reactionary, and we've had a we've had a different Finals MVP um, after each each game, yeah. and so and so now Curry is all the way down to minus one forty to win to win Finals MVP. I know that you said that you got him uh, prior to Game Four mm. that you took him to, to win Finals MVP. What are your thoughts for Game Five? Because obviously, like the Warriors would have to win the series um, to to get that done. Do they go up three two? Do, do they go down 3-2 and now we have a Curry, you know, come from behind finals? What What's what's going down in, in the next week or so? Um, Yeah, so I took, like I said, I took Steph to win finals MVP as opposed to taking the Warriors to win the series because I think they're the same exact thing. I actually think that, you know, this keeps up and no one on the Celtics really kind of pulls away. You And this goes seven. You could see Steph get a finals MVP vote. We've seen it. We've, and it's only happened once, but people were saying uh, in 2016, if the Cavs lost that game seven, LeBron should get finals MVP. We'll, we'll see how this shakes out, but I'm feeling pretty good. When it comes to the Celtics side, I find it interesting because it seems like the narrative is changing on Brown and Tatum. People are, they're very similar um, stat lines to me. This is just my opinion. I think the Celtics win it with Tatum. You know, like Tatum, yeah. to me, Jalen Brown does not win this series for the Celtics. It's Tatum. I also think what Tatum is doing is he's taking on more of the load. He's facilitating a lot more. I think his playmaking is more warranted than his shot making in this series. Um, so to me, I do believe if the Celtics ultimately do win the series, it would be Tatum getting the nod. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to take a flyer on Brown at six to one, it's fine. To me, I mean, it's tough. I, because, to me, if obviously you want to take, I don't even know what the Warriors series price is, but whatever has a better number, that or Curry, just take that. They're the same. No one on the Warriors will win except for Curry. If you want to take the Celtics, I think it's Tatum. I think Tatum has to show up these last two games. Or else the, I think the Warriors are going to win the series. When it comes to how I feel, 
I kind of lean Warriors in seven. It wouldn't shock. No, no outcome would surprise me at this point. Yeah. I do think, honestly, I'd be surprised the Warriors won Game Six. Really, I so I have yeah. said from the my pick from the jump has been Warriors in six. Um, the only thing that is ever going to change my mind about that is if the Celtics get a third win. But I I, I I've looked at the Celtics team, and the reason why I thought in six and not seven is because one you could say like oh like their their wins in the in the playoffs have been fluky or whatever, but they haven't been as dominant as no. as as you think in the first the first round and you know this better than anybody the margin of victory against the nets was less than 5 points per game uh, you know that this has been like my take i've been I saying know. this the entire postseason. no we we've, we've been yeah. we've been on the on the same page so like you have you had like low key a close sweep against the nets and then you go to you, seven you bounce that series goes like six games and we're talking about this team differently exactly you you uh, and then you have this, the second round. We go to Game Seven against a Chris Middletonless Milwaukee Bucks, and they were down right, three. Like, and they needed like forty, what forty six from Tatum. They needed forty six from Tatum and a Grant Williams legacy game yeah. to, to to get the series. And then you go to Miami, where Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry looked were hurt for three games of the series, and they almost blew that in Game Seven. Right, they they almost blew a thirteen point lead in two minutes. Like, yeah. there's there's been in every single series you can say that the Celtics they've done what they needed to do, and obviously like credit to them because they've gotten here. But I just haven't felt as great about them as everybody else has, and so that's why I'm like, okay, you look at the Warriors; they have the experience, they have the best player in the series. I thought that they would be getting a little bit more from Draymond, and if they can over over these last two games, and especially in Game Five, they can go up up three two. And and get home court and keep it again. That's going to be huge. So I think I think that's the key. So like for Curry at minus one forty, um, I'm not sure if like there's there's value anymore to to take him as as Finals MVP. I think I think yeah. if I think if like if it was anybody, it was gonna it's if there's anybody that you're gonna take a flyer on at this point in the series, it's going to be Jalen Brown because the Tatum stuff. While it's like. While while his passing has been good, that's not that's not why you love Jason Tatum. That's not why why you look to Jason Tatum. You're not you're not giving him the ball at the elbow with five minutes left so that he can go and make a pass. In the second half last night, Tatum goes two of nine, one for four from three. Right? Like that, those things just can't happen. And then you have Jalen Brown, who also thinks that, like, hey, this is my time. I'm also the hero. He goes four of eleven. And like I said earlier, takes two bad threes, takes a takes a rush layup at, at the rim. I, I think that I think that Brown Brown is putting himself in as many opportunities to have that moment just as much as Tatum. And if they're both going to keep playing at the same level, you kind of have to go with Brown because I think even like on the narrative side, his series has been better than than what Tatum has given. Yeah, I just think again, I'm just trying to project out the series. Jalen Brown being their best player, the, the Celtics are going to lose. So what it won't matter who, you know what I mean, who should be the more deserving final, because I think they're going to lose. I think it's still up in the air. And I think if you are taking the Celtics to win the series and you want to bet finals MVP, then I think you should go with Tatum to, to win. I get the odds and stuff, but I just think, to me, it's Curry or Tatum. It kind of has been the whole time, in my opinion. Um, 
In terms of how I see the series playing out, again, I think the Celtics get game six, so but on a Warriors and seven, I, I haven't had like a strong opinion on this entire series. Mm-hmm. I've kind of just been playing it game by game, and then I kind of put my foot in the ground and said, I'm going to take Curry because I think they kind I kind of thought they were going to win last night. It was cautiously optimistic. And now I'm in maybe I'll before Monday take the Celtics to win the series and kind of like take some money. But, you know, we just went back and went through the Celtics, all their uh, close calls and stuff. Last night, they, they were up two possessions with five minutes left or whatever. They scored three points in the final five minutes. You could only squander so many chances to close teams out and not get burned. They were down 3-2 to the Bucks. They went to seven and had a Jimmy Butler three go awry. That would have lost them in the Eastern Conference Finals. You, know, you can only squander these chances so many times that it burns you, and now you're up against the Warriors. You don't have home court. You know, you're, you're putting yourself in a really, really tough situation. I will say, though, considering every other game they play really well, they are in good shape because they, you know, the zigzag will go. They win five and they win yeah. seven. So we'll see. But, uh, yeah, it's shaping up to be a classic series. Um, so at least we're getting that. Yeah, listen, it's it's been a it's been a great series. I I I clearly think that the Warriors are gonna are gonna pull this out and they're they're finally gonna, you know, show up, especially since we're getting this Pantheon performance from from Steph. But I want I wanna switch gears a little bit because we're gonna go to game six. We're gonna go to the ice. And so the Rangers beat the Rangers lost to the Lightning three one in game five. They are now mm-hmm. down three two. The Tampa Bay Lightning are up three two, minus five hundred to win the series. And then last week, last Saturday, you asked me when when the Rangers were up 2-0, you know, how how I felt about Tampa Bay. And I told you, they are in perfect position. They just have to go home, win these two games, and then you're gonna have to steal one in, in New York. And they have done though, they have done that in three consecutive games. And what I'm seeing from the from the lightning right now is and this and the reason why I would the reason why I still believe in them to win the Stanley Cup, they're plus 200 right now to win the Stanley Cup. Um, Colorado Avalanche are minus 250. Then the Rangers are 16 to 1 plus 1600. This is the stuff that championship teams do. And especially when you are like the better team, they are, they are the better, they are the better team. They outplay New York every single, every single game. And they're finally up three, two. I think that they're going to close it out in game six uh, at home, what do you what do you think? Yeah, well, if you were tuned into Tuesday's bet side or uh, daily bet slip, you would have see, saw that I instead of taking the Lightning in Game Four to tie the series, I went one step further and took them to win the Cup at plus four fifty. Um, you know, I thought they were going to win the series. I thought there was a lot of value. I kind of am cautiously optimistic against uh, the Avalanche, so I am now in on the Lightning. So. Looking good there. Uh, no, but all the points you said, and, you know, it was based on our conversation. It kind of helped me get there after I saw the Lightning take game through. I was like, you know what, I'm going to – this is the time to jump in. I think that the Lightning are kind of going to go and run away with this series. Better team won on uh, Thursday. They won 3-1. They had a significantly more high-danger chances than the Rangers. They were kind of controlling the puck the entire time. The Rangers, they would gain possession. They would get one shot on net, and it would go back the other way. The Lightning were controlling the puck. Uh, they finally broke through in the final two minutes, got the empty now. They went through one. And I really hate, because, like, it's going to sound so stupid. I'll, like, have egg on my face if they lose. But, like, I, I said to my roommate, we're watching the Ranger game, and he he's a, he's a Rangers fan. And, and I just, not, like, a big one. So, I got, we were just having, like, a normal conversation. And I go, 
there's just no way the Rangers win on Saturday, right? Like this series is over. Like once they lost the way they lost in like gut wrenching fashion, I was just like, they're not winning in Tampa Bay. <laughs> like this, this series is over. Like I, I don't want to dumb it down to that, but yeah, like you're going back home to the two time defending champs. It's kind of over. Like I would, be, I would be absolutely shocked if the Rangers respond and winning game six. And I hate to write them off like that because it's been a great run, but the Lightning are the better team. I think they're going to kind of, again, if like another low scoring kind of just like suffocate them a little bit, like, I don't know, similar scoreline, like 3-1, Like I, I think the Lightning win this one pretty easy. They go on. And I think that, you know, you're, we're going to see what Colorado would be like a minus 150, minus 160 favorite. I kind of like the Lightning to get off to a hot start in that series looking ahead. So, you said the Lightning are plus 200. It's yeah. not, not worth really getting involved, I guess. I guess, you know, might as well just wait and make sure the Lightning wrap up this series. But, um, you know, I, I feel pretty good about Tampa Bay's chances at making this a three-peat. And yeah. I'm in on them, so. Yeah, listen, this is this has been this has been the story for New York kind of the entire playoffs playoff run. They've got they've gone down. They've um you know they they've they've gone they've gone down but they've just found ways to win but yep. it was it was kind of just a matter of execution and with with Tampa Bay all they had to do was just finally like show up and play and if we're just going to we're just going to drop the puck and everybody's going to like you know do what they normally do Tampa Bay is going to win those games more often than not this series they they have 30 more high danger chances High danger scoring chances than than the Rangers, right? In the in the two games that they won in Tampa Bay, they didn't allow a five on five goal. These are these are things where it just finally shaking out to yep. okay, like we are we are who we are, and when and when those those things happen, like Tampa Bay gets there. So I'm I'm very I'm very excited for the Lightning to to be up three two. I also think that they that they close them out. Let me see what the let me see what the line is for. So for game six, probably like minus one eighty, right? Something the like the Lightning are minus two hundred. Oh, so they like odds makers are also kind of like looking like us, like oh they're they're making yeah. you pay if you want to back the Lightning tonight. Yeah, I think they were like minus one seventy five in game four, so they they kind of making you pay a tax for the the gut punch in game five. Yeah, this series is over. I, I like I yeah, know that I you agree. said that I know that you said that that you didn't want to like to do that because it was a nice run, but like. For the Rangers, like, listen, it was a nice run. However, it's it's just over. So, uh, you know, that's how that's how the NHL is is playing out. I, I'm pretty sure that we're gonna get a lightning uh, lightning a- avalanche Stanley Cup final, and that should be really really fun. With obviously the experience of Tampa Bay and just the complete dominance that Colorado showed in the in the conference finals. I want to end this off. Right, we're, I want to end this off with our best bet for for the day. Right, so we've talked we've talked NBA, we've talked NHL. Where are you going for your best bet of the night? Yeah, well, this it's like getting to like that peak degenerate time because I'm now in the weeds on college baseball. I've uh, taken a, a crack. We're off to a really good start there, actually. Um, so maybe next week I'll get some more game previews up as I familiarize myself with another random sport, but. Uh, we're going UFC tonight, UFC 275 from Singapore tonight. I am looking, uh, main event, light heavyweight championship, Glover Teixeira versus Yuri Prochaka. Pretty sure I said that right. Uh, it's so Prochaka, the challenger is like a minus 200 favorite. I'm going to go with the champ, Glover Teixeira. 
42 years old. Guy's on this incredible run of winning as an underdog. I'm going to take it again. I think this fight's going to end pretty quickly. Whether And listen, if Brochaka wins by knockout, I would not be surprised. This guy's legit. I just think that he struggled with grappling before, and there's no better grappler in you know this division than Glover to share. The guy's a bet. If this hits the mat, I think he's going to finish it relatively quickly. You know, Prochak is going to kind of come out really hot, throw his throw his hands, let it go wild. But if Teixeira just stays composed and stays standing, he's going to get this to the mat and wrap it up pretty quickly. Prochak hasn't been challenged there. So, you know, he's plus 165 on the money line. I think go for the bigger payout. I would be shocked if this goes to the decision either which way. So get that extra payout. Take Glover Teixeira inside the distance, plus 240. Um, and if you want all my best bets, they're up on bet-sided. Um Go check those out, and I'll tweet those out after the show. Yeah, that's that's awesome, and for sure, everyone go check out Reed's. You know, I think weekly UFC best bets yep. column. I'm gonna go to the WNBA for my for my best bet tonight. Uh, there's only one game on the docket tonight. It's Aces versus Sparks. I'm gonna go with the Aces minus seven. It's 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 not fair watching the Aces play play basketball because their offense is just so much better than than the rest of the league. And listen, I'm taking a minus seven. They beat the Sparks by 28 points the last time that, that they played. They have nearly their entire starting five averaging, you know, either like 0.2 points in terms of like a margin of error of like 13 points or more. They're they're super efficient. Their defense is is passable. They're they have like the sixth best um defensive rating in the league so it's it's average you know it's nothing it's nothing that's going to lose you games but the offense is just so far ahead Mm -hmm. and then when you look at los angeles they have the second to last defensive rating in the league they just fired Derek fisher there's a lot of turmoil and while the sparks can score and keep up with them that that defense that defense will not be able to stop anything that las vegas is going to do so i think that eventually the game gets away from them if any if anything if you wanted to you know back los angeles in any type of way you would take the over in this game right the over the over it's it's sitting high at 176 and a half <laughs> I, I, I know so like if, if any if anything if you really felt good about about los angeles that's where you would that's where you would put mm-hmm. it but I just don't see them being able to keep it close with with Las Vegas, who's ten and two on the year and has kind of just blown through everybody. The only other, the only two teams that they've lost to, they lost to the Mystics early on, and then they lost to the Connecticut Sun, and those those are two teams that are probably going to be in the final. But if we're talking about the rest of the league and you know teams that are going to be picking in the in the lottery at the top, at the top, the Aces are going to wipe the floor with them. So I remember we did our WNBA season preview yeah. and we were talking about the aces with Becky and, you know, coming in and all that. So give me, cause I know you and Ben are much more plugged in on the WNBA and let's just take a minute to admire best bets on a Saturday. We're going UFC main event and the lone WNBA game as our uh, two best bets. But we, well, listen, we are well-rounded here. Right? <laughs> we cover everything, everything for every better we got, <laughs> but are the aces as dom like are they dominating as expected? Because I get my my main WNBA handicapping when I'm on with Ben typically on Tuesdays and with you on the weekend. So it seems like you guys are both in on the aces being the class of the WNBA. Is that a fair assessment? No, it's it's a hundred percent a, a fair right, cool. assessment. If you look if you look at, at the ranks, right? First, first in first in wins, first in points per game, first in net points per game, first in offensive rating, first in in net rating, second in pace, and then sixth in uh, in in defensive rating. Their one like true true flaw 
is that they're not fantastic on on the on the boards. Okay. They um or and and honestly, that's really just on the offensive side because if you talk about total rebounds per game, they're first in the league. But when we get to offensive rebounds per game, they're they're dead last. And that's most they're more like one and done. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mainly one and done. But if you look up and down these the stat sheet, you're gonna see a lot of you know first, seconds, first, seconds for for the aces. So they are they are dominating as as expected. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, no, I mean, I I like it, and I mean, Sparks fired their coach clearly in a little bit of turmoil. Aces seem like they could run it up on teams with their offense, so I yes. see it. I like it. Yeah. So, listen, I, that's my WNBA pick. You got Reed's um, UFC. Make sure to go check out his best bets. Be on the lookout for all of Reed's college baseball previews <laughs> coming soon, in the soon. in the near future as we have soon. our our, go our Oregon State. Mentioned. That's the team. Oregon What's State up? is uh, who we're pulling for in Omaha. Nice. Reed, Reed Wallet, college baseball expert over here at Bet Sided. But this has been this has been Bet and Breakfast on a Saturday. Uh who's on tomorrow? I'm not I'm not sure who's gonna be on tomorrow. Tomorrow it will be Ian and Ben. Yeah, Ian it will be ben Ian and Ben tomorrow. It will be Ian and Ben tomorrow, Saturdays and Sundays. You can find Bet and Breakfast at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. And then also be sure to catch Daily Bet Slip, which is on Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern, 6 uh, – no, 5, 5 – well, I forgot. 5, 5 Eastern, 4 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. <laughs> Central. And, and yes, and so until until then, may all your bets hit and have a great day.